genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one minute at a time. It occurs to me that I used to add in some sort of, like, adverb thing in there, one, uh, or an adjective, I suppose, one shell-kicking minute, or one this-or-that minute. Canister-losing minute. One (laughs) huddling minute. That sounds weird. Uh, but yeah, I've forgotten to do that recently, and I apologize. Uh, uh, I'll we try to get back up, to it. We brought this up Forgive earlier me. this season, too. If What's I, that? I think we brought this up earlier in this season, if memory serves. Is it just that the intro is too long already? I think, yeah, it's Maybe. just it's a salad. It's a lot of words. <laughs> Word salad. Yeah. Well, anyway, my name is Scott Tofty. Uh, with me, as always, our tubular task force of turtle talkers. Uh, <laughs> whatever, go with it. Chris O'Connor. Yeah, good try. <laughs> Adam Sheehan. Well, hello. And Rachel Gatlin. Hi. I also don't remember what order I say your names in because it's been 800 years you sw- since we've done You switch this. it up every time. It's You, you yeah. keep us on our toes. I'm, I'm doing that on purpose. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with us again for the third time but it's actually the oh god one two three four five six seven seventh or eighth time seventh or eighth time but, and that's just this season even though you're only hearing them three times once again i'm not good at counting i apologize mr eric dean thank you guys it's a pleasure to be back we're glad to have you back eric uh, we were having a lovely conversation off mic about Adam and Rachel's uh, uh, central air conditioning problem, <laughs> and Eric was very helpful with that. So, uh, Eric, jack of all trades you are. Well, master of none. Hey, sounds like a song title. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, anyway, here we are. Minute 20. Uh, Jesus, what is it? 28? Minute 28. Which starts with uh, the continuation of our huddle shot, and the turtles get to they, they break their huddle, and you know there's a little bit of a comedic moment in there as well, and it ends with our turtles uh, bathed in a green smoke, coughing a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And I'll let your your imaginations wander on that one. Mm. Uh, but here we are, minute twenty eight, guys. There, Last man. minute with Eric, and uh, we get the payoff of our. Our football huddle here, they break, they all clap their hands in unison, and uh, we're about to go do some, you know, choreographed ninja-ing. <laughs> I, I love how they break, and then it cuts to the Foot Clan, who clearly also had a huddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see <laughs> The way they're all shot. standing around. <laughs> it's going to be very confusing. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fat one. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shots of the Foot Ninja's in this movie so far where you can see their eyes. Yeah. I was just thinking that. And it's it's always crazy. It's eerie. Like, I don't want to see that. Mm -mm. I feel like I'm, I'm seeing something I shouldn't be seeing. Like it's almost dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And the crazy thing is these foot costumes are so close to what was in the comic books. Originally, like the bug eyes were part of the the comic book look, but like let's take a moment and think: 
Have you ever seen another ninja portrayed on film that had like mesh cages around their nope. eyes? Nope. 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 Close. This is a completely unique character design, and I think some props should be given to that. Absolutely. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen three ninjas? Uh, only a hundred times. Yeah. Yeah. The, nin- <laughs> the ninja guys towards the end of that movie have these like popomatic bubbles around their eyes. Huh. It's actually really smart. I mean, like this has a history in martial arts, like in kendo and fencing and, you know, various weapon practice arts. You wear mesh over your face because it's a good combination of vision and protection. And so it actually makes a lot of sense, especially for guys who are this poor at fighting. Like, let's not also (laughs) be blind. (laughs) So it's practical is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I also want to just take the time to point out here at four seconds, we have a really nice shot of the Foot Clan uh, and Tatsu in the center. It's actually kind of a beautifully composed shot if you take it just for this. It's a one Renaissance frame. painting. It is kind of a Renaissance painting. It's like the 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 Madonna and Tatsu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rachel. <laughs> Madonna, like the virgin, not the pop singer. Yeah, no, no, anyway. I got it. I was just thinking of like all of the Madonna and child paintings, and right, the baby Jesus is now Tatsu. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm, thinking I'm baby Jesus is just the TCRI can, or that, yeah, TGRI. Sorry, um, but I wanted to point out that the the ninja who is holding the canister as of right now is shorter than Tatsu. Just remember that he, for he, later. He's sinking down into his stance. He's really sinking. It's a power Just horse keep stance. that in mind. All right. So, if we continue to move through this scene, I'm sorry, I can't let go of the Madonna Tatsu comparison. Okay. And for some reason, now I've got a ninja touch for the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> I just had that in my head. I'm never going to forget that. I like it. <laughs> What part of the movie does he utter that phrase in? Is it when he's angry that Shredder has been killed? Is it uh, is it like before Ninja vanished? Like when does that line happen, Eric? I want to say it's when he's alone, like in the shower. <laughs> Don't cry for <laughs> me, Master Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I tried to I tried to find an image of these these ninjas from Three Ninjas and send it to the chat, but it's super tiny and hard to see. But yeah, they had it, it was kind of like. The uh, the foot guys, but it was one <coughs> little cage, but it was around the eyes and it was like a plexiglass. Anyway, I'm as, getting off this subject because I'm Adam, sick of looking for it. Adam, I just want to point out, speaking of off topic, as you said, it's really tiny and hard to see. I am staring at the Wayne's World Funko Pops on my desk. <laughs> and I just, they spoke to me. I, I literally just heard them go, that's what she said. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done. Uh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's move on for a little bit. So Michelangelo begins this series of acrobatics. He's doing his best Carrie Strug impression. Yeah. Uh, the full, minus uh, the, the broken full routine. Ankle. Yeah. His great floor routine, backflips, cartwheels, back handsprings. And uh, then he approaches uh, Ninja, who's playing keep away with him. And all of a sudden, this Ninja is a full two heads taller than Tatsu at 13 seconds in. Now, is this just big Ninja or is this big fat Ninja? I, I have a theory. I think that's Kevin Nash. Oh. I think that might be Kevin Nash. 
What do you think, think they Scott? got him on set for this day also? Yeah, just this one shot. They were just like, we're going to dress you like a ninja. We need a big ninja. You're pretty big. But I mean, but I, tall I had Rachel. Look at how broad ninja. his shoulders are and how thick his thighs are. That is not out of the question. Yeah, I mean, that's a big dude. But tall ninja and fat ninja are not the same. I don't yeah. think no, so. No, but it's... No. It's weird because Fat Ninja was the one that had the canister for the previous two shots. Maybe he and took now a sip all of a sudden, it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little nip of the ooze sip. behind the corner, and he that's got what... some on his yeah, hands. We've seen what it does. <laughs> okay, I like this theory. Good continue. Yeah, this dude is huge. Like, if we ever, if we ever get Kevin Nash, and and I think we might. I, I really want to put that out of the universe. I want to talk to Kevin Nash. I, want I to would ask love him, to know: Is this Kevin Nash? Because he's yeah. about the size of a Kevin Nash. It's a big guy. Either that or he's a, a smaller guy standing on a box. He's R- roughly equal to one Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> he is about proportionate to a sole unit of Nash. <laughs> also, throughout this whole floor routine, throughout this whole game of keep away, throughout this whole scene, really, Tatsu doesn't once uncross his arms. Yeah. He's also got this fantastic side-eye thing happening. Um which I, I would just fit so well in any 90s sitcom. Uh, <laughs> uh, there is, what the heck was I just going to say? Oh, the music, yeah. So the, the John Dupre score here, it's got this sort of ramping up sort of piccolo flute thing happening, which I really like. And we're about to break into another section of music. As soon as Michelangelo headbutts the guy in the, I don't know, solar plexus, balls, whatever it is, um, and the canister goes flying, we start to get a new piece of music, which John actually talked about on our show when we interviewed him. Oh, 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 I remembered something else, guys. Oh. Something else we talked about the last time we watched this. It just reminded me. Sorry. Didn't mean to scare you, listeners. Um, (laughs) Next time, listeners out there in the universe, go watch this. Please pay attention. Right as Michelangelo is about to headbutt this guy in the stomach, or, you know, balls, Raphael is in the background, and please notice what weapon he is using. Uh, Do you see? Oh, he's using the staff. Do you see? He's got Don's bow staff. (laughs) You know, this happens a couple times in this movie. Like, this happened in the mall, too, where (laughs) there's stuff going on in the background that makes you think they're going to, like, cut to it and give you an idea as to what's happening, and they just never do. There's just like yeah. these B plots happening in the background that, that don't. You know, I like the important. idea of the brothers do, like loaning their weapons to one another. Yeah, and I do like the little like shimmy that Raph is doing. Like he's, <laughs> he's just kind of like. Have you ever seen that Shaquille O'Neal gif? Yes. yes. Well, have you seen the one that like then goes to a cat doing yes. the little yes. Like, yes. cat, the cat wiggle? with the wiggle I, butt? Yeah, Raphael's doing a wiggle butt. <laughs> I'm also noticing just how many scratches he has on his back. Yeah. Yeah, he got the crap kicked out of him in the first movie. That's some nice continuity. I I really I'd have to go back and look at his back in the first film to make sure that those weren't all there to begin with, but that is some excellent continuity if that is, you know, indeed the case. Um it also occurs to me that the suits are just so much drier in this film. Like the first movie, it just seems like they're always wet and slimy. Mm, so you can't like always toiles. see the detail and the light refracted properly off of it. But in this one, like there are scenes where you see the turtles' heads and they look like straight up basketballs. Like you can just tell they're you know, rubber. 
A side yeah. thought having to do with sentient beings having shells and something I like to imagine if we took the turtles in a darker, like grittier direction, which is what I would have preferred Michael Bay do, obviously. But I was reading sure. this uh, sci-fi series. It's the GFL series by Scott Sigler. And there's a race in that book that has chitin shells. And the, you can tell their status and their, their background by like some of them will engrave symbols in their shells. Some of them will have like paint schemes on their shells, but they, they go into serious detail in engraving and decorating their own shells. And I want to feel like Raphael would for sure have like scratched something into his shell, like an anarchy symbol. Like yeah. a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> I like I the anarchy like symbol idea, like on the front of his shell. Yeah. I mean, in the Michael Bay movies, they do use the, the symbol painted on the shells as a plot point, at least in the first one, correct? Aren't they? Uh, don't they have a symbol painted on them at the lab? And then when they are mutated, the symbols are still on their shelves. And like April finds it on uh, a shipping container at some point, doesn't oh, she? Oh yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I just thought too, it would be funny if Raph had like notches on his <laughs> shelf for like every ninja that he knocked out. <laughs> I could totally see him doing that. That's also kind of awesome. That's great. I love that. Like how uh, like college football helmets. Raph is yeah, into body sure. modification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got horns. <laughs> well, it's like in Rise of the TMNT, um, Mikey has like graffiti all over his shell. Yes. Yeah. I still haven't really watched that show. I've got a few episodes. It's it's fun. It's yeah. like uh it's something to eat cocoa pebbles oh. to, you know? Yeah. I think I need to just sit down someday and binge it. It's I, I haven't Given it a fair Honestly, shake, I'll be honest. My son's a little young for it yet, but we've let him watch like two episodes of the Nickelodeon like CGI uh, Turtles, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, you know, I've only seen like those first two. But I'm like, I am looking forward to being able to watch this with him in you know f- the, three more years. The CGI ones, yeah. Oh, dude, that series is I've never awesome. I've never watched it. It's oh, fantastic. you're in for a treat. Yeah, it's really it's good. real good. That is that was a good. I kind of wish that one just kept going, but that was a real good series. Um. Anyone disagree? No. Uh, it had it had moments where it kind of got stale, but you know, okay, it ran for how many seasons? Hey, listen, like they took some good risks. I don't want to spoil it, but they took some storytelling risks in that for a kids show that uh, I w- I will not spoil. But you're in for uh, you're in for some 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 good times, Chris. The Usagi uh, Yojimbo series was ju- that should have won an Emmy. Yeah, that was good art. <laughs> it was really um, really good. But back to our film. Mikey headbutts the dude in the gut. Donatello catches the ooze, and we get some surf music, which if you remember back to our John Dupre interview, he was like, I actually wrote a whole huge suite of this, and we had to chop it way down for the movie. He's like, and I always wanted to go back and do a longer version. So I'm I'm hoping that at some point in the future, when John Dupre gets the job to score the next Turtles movie, there's just an extended surf music break. Or if anyone at Waxwork is listening... Give us a Turtles two. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're going to. Collection. Did we not? Did we not talk about that? I don't. I don't recall. I th- I'm pretty sure in that interview, John said that he had gone back and by the time we interview him, he had already had done the remixes for the second one, and he was about to do number three. Oh. So I I'm pretty sure they're on the docket. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and listen to the interview, but that was definitely the impression that I got is that he was he was working on remastering and remixing all of those for for Waxworks to release. Um, so, and they just released the CD versions also. So if you haven't gotten that, go out and get that too. 
Uh, still no liner notes, though. I want to see those. Mm. <laughs> but Waxworks doesn't answer my tweets anymore. So. <laughs> Dude, they put out some really cool stuff, Waxworks. Yeah. They put out some great stuff, but they don't answer my tweets anymore. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, yeah. So anyway, here's another <laughs> shot of Raphael using a bow staff in the background. Uh, Michelangelo gives us a little thumb up. And then uh, we are off to Surf City with Donatello on a desk chair. Begs the question, why? <laughs> yeah. I also don't know if I instinctively did this with desk chairs or if I did this with <laughs> desk chairs because of this movie. Oh, it's mm. because you saw this movie. <laughs> I would I would venture to say that if you how many on a desk terrible chair, accidents occurred because of this scene in the Sheehan household probably a lot <laughs> a, f- a few you're so, talking to the guy that used to shoot his TV Chris <laughs> I, I I did it once I didn't used to it happened yeah, it once. happened one time just the one time it was, it was a broken TV a lot of fun um, but yeah uh, there's there's some chip teeth that probably came from from this inspiration Eric what's the stupidest thing you've done with a desk oh, chair boy. um. Desk chair specifically, I don't know, but I mean, I've I've, in, I've ended uh, up in uh, rolling apparatus. I don't mess around with rolling apparati, just uh, in general, <laughs> like skateboards, bicycles, anything like that. I'm just prone to hurt myself, so I try to stay away from anything that will mm-hmm. like exponentially increase that likelihood. So, which begs the question again: Donatello is a right. very smart man. Why well, make isn't he this the choice? skateboarder? I mean, doesn't he skateboard in the first film? It's a machine. He you is. know what? I, I always forget that. You're right. He is the one that skates in the first one, even though he does call to Mikey. And he's like, surf's up, Mikey, like as if Mikey's going to get it. But uh, yeah, Donatello's It's also a weird skater. coincidence it, that right. Ernie Reyes Jr. is in the same movie as a surfing ninja. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. This came out before Surf Ninjas? Yes. So, I don't know. Could this have been the genesis of that idea? <laughs> Also, you know, Donnie it's probably Ernie Reyes Jr. on set. <laughs> Ernie Reyes Jr. on set <laughs> going, Sega you know Genesis. what? You should put Donatello on the chair and make him surf. <laughs> and someone I said, you know Ernie what? Reyes if you want to make idea. that movie, Ernie, you go make it. <laughs> he says, you know what? Fine. I will. Donnie has dimples in this scene, and it's very unsettling. <laughs> yeah. Donnie is a beak. I do not like the Donatello puppet head. Um, it's, there's some, there's, it's like it's too much lip. Like Leonardo has too much snout and Donnie has too much lip. He's mm. like the Steven Tyler of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him no lip. He's got enough mm. of his own. Mm. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh. It's just, it's always bugged me. And, uh, even like on the NECA turtle, uh, movie figures. Mm-hmm. Like the the that Donnie has a bit of a beak from the first movie. Also, I'm looking at it right now, and he's just he's the point. You know that lip. It changes a bit by movie three, but that lip control is really impressive. Like this close up, from beginning to end, there's like, you know, ten different articulations in his lips. Well, there's this really odd cut. It starts at at 31 and then goes into 32 seconds where he's starting to fall forward off the desk chair and his mouth is completely (laughs) open. And then it cuts to him, teeth clenched, jumping (laughs) up into the air. Yeah, that's the stunt head. It's clearly the stunt suit, too, because his 
his shell looks wrinkly. <laughs> like mm. <laughs> there's also the sequence. fact that oh his mouth God. is wide open and does not move while he says the word "wipe out." Those teeth yeah. at 32 yeah. seconds. Those teeth are his bottom teeth. He looks so dopey. Yeah, it's <laughs> such an odd. Because that's that's a that's a stun head. That's a static head. Like they had that that feature sculpted in <laughs> in one position on this head and went this good is it good for everybody <laughs> all right put it on the stunt guy we're only going to use it for less than a second <laughs> so this shot actually uh, there was a buddy of mine when i was a kid who first i don't even this is one of my very few memories of this guy was we used to do this expression whenever like as a joke to each other this donnie realizing he's about to fall over this <laughs> And like with the over exaggerated mouth movement, I just remember that being such a part of like this relationship I had with that kid was this one <laughs> stupid facial expression. I like that cocked eyebrow too. Yeah. He's got like a little bit of a people's eyebrow going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you smell what the Don is cooking. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, I love like the little sort of like the penny whistle like sound effect of the the the, the ooze canister flying <laughs> flying through the air and getting caught by the ninja. It sounds like something straight out of like Mario Brothers 3. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff you didn't see in the first movie. There's a lot of those little cartoon sound effects thrown into this movie. Um I'm trying to think of, I think we've talked about it before, maybe in the some of the April's apartment scenes. Lots of little uh like honks and beeps and whistles that uh Definitely would not have been in the Steve Barron film. Yeah, this movie is is really slapsticky. Yeah. I think I've said that before. It's, that's it's, pretty common with sequels stoogy. in general. I stoogy, feel like they start yeah. just feeling a little more comfortable with themselves. Yeah, we, what yeah. is it? We've said it's the Bugs Bunny school of ninja sequels yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Bugs Bunny school of ninja fighting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there was um, a little bit of Tom and Jerry Bugs Bunny styling in the first one, too. Like when they were fighting in the, the antique that's store. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But this movie takes it to a whole different Bang, level. Banging the guy's head on the piano and it actually puts out a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. You know, also, great story about that in our John Dupre interview. I, I want to point out, it's actually pretty <laughs> impressive at 33 seconds when Tatsu catches the flying canister, because that's got to be like, that's, an, that's a glass or plastic canister being thrown across a room off center to a guy in gloves, and he just effortlessly catches it. Great job, yeah. Tatsu. Well, I mean, I mean you know, it's just like an underhanded to toss. And I, Don't I, I mean, it's like, you know, it's it. one of those containers. It's one of those softball, I mean, uh, one of those tennis ball containers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or those uh, those pneumatic messaging systems. Yeah, it's like a bank, yeah, a yeah. bank tube I mean, thing. Yeah. He does use two hands. It's not like he one hands All right, guys, it, so I'm impressed, like, okay? It's spinning. He it's had a good no grab. idea how good, it was going to land. Good grab. I am more impressed that he catches it label out. Yes. Yeah. There's that. I mentioned that uh, maybe a couple episodes ago. I was I was bothered that he didn't have it label out. This time he's got a label out. Redemption. <laughs> the We're label did was that. out. The laces, laces are out, out Dan. <laughs> uh, yeah, he did that for you, Adam. So Tatsu gets here. he gets his little golf ball of smoke bomb, and he throws us a ninja, ninja vanish. He tosses his smoke bomb. And uh, then we get possibly the most blatant wee joke in any Turtles film oh, ever. Boy. Well, there's this weird, this weird thing. When he throws the smoke bomb, it cuts to one of the Turtles' legs, and there's literally nothing on the ground. I'm talking about 39 seconds. Yep. And then a frame later, fire. Hmm. Like, there's like, where, what? 
Like nothing landed. No, it, just fire all of a sudden. I mean, I'd be willing to bet that it was probably like flash paper or something. Yeah, something. Right? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. It's yeah. like those uh, little poppers, you know, those little like uh, kid firework toys. Like you get the little, the little, yeah. it looks like mm-hmm. corn and you throw it down. Yep. Like, yeah, well, there when is... we were cleaning out our old house, I found like five bags of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't oh. know. Well, I did think you, I just did you, bought did them. Did you accidentally while we were like yeah. open one and pour them all out at once? Well, I think my plan was we used to have a pocket door in our old bathroom where it would like slide open and slide close. And, and Rachel, you used to slam it shut mm. and I was going to tape them to the door frame. Oh no. <laughs> and I was too afraid to go through with it. I, there's just a story of um, someone playing a prank on someone else and they taped them to the toilet seat. Oof. It did not end well. <laughs> like things were popped that shouldn't have been popped. Parts. So, I'm not, I am. Are you, are you picking yeah, up what I'm, I'm putting I'm, down? I'm, 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 yeah. I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm noticing there is. I'm sorry. I've been analyzing this scene, this frame here, Adam, to try to get you some sort of a, a conclusion or an answer here. There is a dark black seam that looks like it could be dividing tile, but I'm almost wondering if it might be like gunpowder or something put Mayhaps. in the seam so that they can light the pyro to make this shot happen. And the shot also happens like just at the very bottom of the screen. That's where the spark starts, almost off screen, and explodes okay. into frame. Um, and I'm also wondering if those turtle feet are just statues and there's nobody in them, because I don't think they move at all during that shot when the spark goes off. They look to just be like stationary chunks of like uh, uh, resin or something. It's just one of those shots where. It's literally one second, but that was a half a day. Of exactly. Yeah. It's like throwing the sigh between Donatello's legs in Turtles 1, you know, like it took a <laughs> yeah. lot of choreography. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the smoke goes up and we get all the turtles looking sweaty and uh, exhausted and they're just hacking and coughing in this green smoke, which took me until literally the, you know, the last time we recorded this minute to realize, oh, this is kind of a pot joke. Oh, yeah. I mean, even the TGRI canister yeah. looks like a glass smoking device. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them smoking devices. Yeah. One of them water it's pipes. A para- <laughs> it's a paraphernalia. <laughs> but where's the device that speeds up and slows down time? Oh, here it is. <laughs> and uh, the minute ends right before Michelangelo takes his uh, his final phrase here. This, it, it does this thing in these movies where the turtles all have to have a turn reacting to something independently. Yeah. Um, it, it happens at the beginning of the first movie. It happens a couple times at the beginning of this film. I think it probably happens a little more later in this film. Um, but they it's all that, have to it's get It's that their... sequelitis where it worked once in the first movie, so they're just going to mm-hmm. keep ringing that bell i think yeah. i like to imagine the these reactions as their eaten. individual reactions to having just hit said smoking device <laughs> oh, oh yeah. like they're passing right. it down yeah ah. they're not but what's interesting about it. what's interesting about this one is it's all it's all sarcastic like, it's like oh great wonderful but if you if you take it one? as instead of being sarcasm, if you take it as their little re, literal reaction, 
uh, it maybe would be an appropriate reaction to each of them hitting a said paraphernalia device. Well, it's just a little oh, bit more great. powerful than any of <laughs> them were ready for. They're just typical teenagers. Yeah. And there's Whoa, one of them Casey like, was right. <laughs> one of them's just like, oh, Casey bummer. Jones definitely would have been their hookup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's their guy. I got a guy. He wants to be Mondo mask, Gecko. But you can trust him. <laughs> Mondo Gecko's oh. got a hookup. You know he does. <laughs> Dude, how badly do you want a Mondo Gecko in a live action Turtles movie? It would be great. Uh, I, 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 think... I learned a. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, I, yeah, I learned a little bit of trivia recently. I was I was researching the voice actors. We we mentioned that the voice actor for Michelangelo is uh, his name escapes me, but he was cousin Towson. Oliver on the Brady okay. Bunch. So Robbie Rist, who I right. believe is the voice actor for the films, was I believe cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch. He Continue was your story. he was Mondo Gecko in the 2012 series, <laughs> the Nickelodeon right. series. Um, and then I believe Towson Coleman, who was the original Michelangelo, also had some sort of guest spot in the Nickelodeon series also. Interesting. I know he played like 80s Michelangelo at some point, but I thought he had something else also. So wait, Robbie Rist was Mondo Gecko? Yeah. Huh. There was that- a video that popped up not too long ago that had... Um- all the '90s yeah. voice actors together in one room. Oh, that was the uh, that was that car commercial. No, this was the actual guys. They were like hanging out at someone's house. Oh yeah, that was at Rob Paulson's something. house or something. Yeah, they get yeah. together apparently and like sing acapella stuff for fun. Huh. That's awesome, <laughs> right? How badly do you want to go That's to that crazy. party? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty badly. Yeah. Those guys look like they have a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But hey, that puts us at the end of our minute here, number 28, and it's the end of our time with Mr. Eric uh, Dean. Uh, so, Eric, any final uh, thoughts on Turtles 2 on the whole? Uh, this is one of my favorite movies in the in the whole franchise uh, because, you know, growing up, this is the copy that my grandma had. So anytime I was at grandma's house, I got to watch that movie and fell in love with the entire thing, you know, especially the beginning in the mall, uh, the pizza scenes. Ernie Reyes Jr. was the coolest guy in the world to me. So this movie will always have a special place in my heart. This was my childhood Ninja Turtles experience. Nice. So uh, a treat to have you on here talking about it with us one more time for the, you know, 20th time or whatever it was. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Anytime you guys want me back, just ask. I'll be here. Yeah, hopefully we can do some different minutes Absolutely. for a change. Not the same three over. <laughs> Although we've gotten really good at these. Yeah. 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 I think we yeah. I think we hit all the spots that we were supposed to. Yeah. I feel like we should have been more well rehearsed than we were. You know, I think we did all right, all things considered. We got a lot of we got a lot of rust to knock off. It felt brand new every single time. <laughs> Might be because there was two months in between every time we did it. Yeah, right. Um but uh, I think I think after recording this, we might have finished all the episodes that have been lost. So I think from here on out, guys, Maybe. it's brand new stuff, which is a treat because it's been a while. So I'm yeah, looking forward to getting back into, back into it. Uh, thank you again, Eric, for being here with Absolutely. us. Where can we catch you, Eric? Uh, you know what? Go to my YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com/slash Eric Dean. Also, you know, serendipitously, we got. Uh, 
the pot joke at the end of this episode. On Instagram, follow Relief Farms, R-E-L-E-A-F. You know, we just legalized medical marijuana in Oklahoma very recently, and I am working Woo-hoo. with a grow operation. It's Relief Farms, R-E-L-E-A-F Farms on Instagram. Yes, All right. if you Check are in out, Oklahoma man. or a legal state where this is, you know, kosher, I don't want to encourage anything uh, 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 that would get anyone in trouble, especially if you're not of age. But if it's good for you where you hey, live, man, let's make this podcast it. evergreen and just, you know, talk about it as if it's all going to be legal. Always what? work for me, man. There you go. That works. Evergreen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see? See what I did you there? Can, uh, you can catch green. the rest of us. I mean, you know, when it comes right down to it, eventually you're going to be able to go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and purchase mm-hmm. your pot. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Someday. Why? What happens if you... That was smooth as hell, Chris. What happens when you do that? <laughs> well, when you go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, you get taken directly to Amazon. And you're all going to go to Amazon anyway and buy all kinds of crap. Uh, but if you go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon to go to Amazon and buy whatever it was you were going to buy anyway, uh, Dueling Genre, uh, which is to say us, get us tiny, 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 tiny percentage of it. It's like a percent. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all money that's going to Bezos anyway, and he's willing to share it with us because we're willing to talk to you about how if you go to Amazon.com, you can give some money to your friends on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute and the whole Dueling Genre uh, family of podcasts. And that can keep our site going and keep things happening, like buying new microphones when people need them. So that helps us yeah, out yeah. a lot. Thank you uh, to everyone who has been going to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. You're awesome. Or if you want to cut out the middleman and just give us your money. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> go to Patreon. Yeah. You can do that too. Yeah, you can go to duelinggenre.com slash support and, and you can just do uh, that. Guys, guys uh, that's true. I, am, uh, just... I am late for my ninja posing class. So I really oh, got to wrap okay. this up. Uh, Eric, all right, we're going to say goodbye. Ninja Poser, huh? It's at TMNT Minute on Twitter and Instagram and you all the rest. Eric, please do us a favor and uh, send us a picture of you and your favorite ninja pose for the Instagram account. And uh, we'll see the rest of you guys next time on Minute 29, which I think is going to be a minute we recorded like three months ago. So it's going to be kind of weird. But anyway, it'll be fun. We'll enjoy (laughs) it. It's like time travel. Bye, everybody. Yay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Vanish Bunga. (laughs) 